Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Residual Exhale, the podcast. This is Boozy and Baked coming to you live from uh, Singers Karaoke Club in beautiful downtown Solvay. I am back from Florida. Baked is back, ladies and gentlemen. We the, did take a short hiatus while he was in Florida. How was your trip? Uh, it was very good. It was very good, thank you. We, uh, I, had a, I, I did a lot. I have a lot of stuff I, to, stories to tell, things that I observed, and why I feel Florida really lives up to the Florida man name. <laughs> yes, that's right. We like to talk about the... Uh, Man from Florida stories, and you actually got to experience a few, I think. Yeah, yeah. Most oh, of it was right. with wildlife, but... Well, that's 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 fine, as long as you didn't get in trouble with the wildlife yourself. No, I mean, I made it back, so they, <laughs> they let me on the plane. That's so, good. That's, well, I mean, that's that's well, one thing. Well, yeah, you, well, you had Christmas down there. How was I your did. Christmas down I there? I did. Uh, it was very nice. Uh, <clears throat> I got... I mean, I've, I've been on this plane for 43 years, and until this Christmas, nobody had ever bought me marijuana. Well, oh, really, nobody at all. No, no, it was never a thing. So okay, so and and it and it was a seventy year old woman that did it. For me. So <laughs> so just a quick, just to tell you how that went down. Uh, the twenty third, we're sitting around her uncle's. I okay, so Aaron's uncle owns a house in Florida. Uh, we go there once a year for a week. It's right on the beach. Yep, um, really nice I'll house post, from what I've heard. I'll post some pictures on our boozy and bake page so that you guys could see that. But um, basically, like we were sitting around the house, and they're like, "Oh, do you guys want to do a present early?" I said, "All right." I said, I'm sure. Why not? I love presents. I'm selfish, and and her, uh, they hand me a like this red Tonka truck thing, like a bigger Tonka truck. And it's got an envelope in the red back, and they Tonka truck, okay. yeah, and they push it across the table to me, and it's got an envelope in it. So I'm thinking, okay. I'm thinking, oh my god, they give me a lot of cash. Yeah, man, that's, so, that's good for everything. So but you could buy the weed. Exactly. Her, my fiance's mom is is she just she just turned seventy. Her her, my fiance's uncle is uh, fifty eight. So they're older. They're not, you know, our age or any, any right. you know, anywhere near that. So I open this envelope, and there's like $75 worth of marijuana. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was completely... Best Christmas was, present ever. I was completely shocked. I, I, I looked at it, and then I looked around the table, and I looked at it again, and then I pinched myself, and then I... <laughs> and then I just... I, I was... It was it was amazing. And it. my first question I thought was... I've been down here three times. Why did you people tell me you could get weed? Yeah, why wasn't this ever an option before? I mean, come on. You never told me you had some kind of connection? Got me got me struggling. But Man. So, yeah, I mean, that was that well, was amazing. Good. So, like, I thought I was going to go the entire week without anything. And so I the my last four days there, from, two, from well, Monday until, or Tuesday until uh, we left on Sunday, yep. I yep. was, I was, I had stuff. That's good, um, good, dude. That's the best Christmas we, present ever. We, yeah. uh, we went to this, we went to a, uh, well, for you anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. We <laughs> went to a, we went to a flea market that was, um, uh, it was, uh, it's, I guess from what I'm told, it's either the biggest one in the Southeast or the biggest one in the country, depending okay. on who you talk to. Um, it's like eight acres. It's yeah. gigantic. Yeah, I've heard of that. And you have people selling like, like AirPods, like the earphones. Right next to a guy selling, like to a stall selling luggage. Right next to yeah. somebody for some reason who has seventy five bottles of like Dove body wash, <laughs> and they're selling them for like a dollar. I mean, a dollar a piece for Dove body wash is a good deal. Well, no, but you why? can't beat it. But that I mean, sounds like when when I spend a little time down in Tijuana, uh, that it sounds like the flea markets down there. Yeah, they're there in almost every every mm-hmm. city, and they're in different locations yep. on different days. But they set up, and you can buy. And when I say anything, you can buy literally anything. Yeah. They, they had all that. They had electronics. Yep. They had uh, beauty products. They had uh, home goods. They had you know souvenirs, tchotchkes, yep. things like that. But then they also have like washing machines and yeah. like complete mattress. Okay. You can buy a whole bed. <laughs> you can buy a bed. And then you, you're next to the person selling a bed. There's people <laughs> giving haircuts. Yeah. There's a, and oh there's my like, god. It was ridiculous. They had them. I'm not. I mean, obviously. I don't do that this thing, but they had the you know the the microblading. The, oh the, yeah, for like, your that eyebrows. Our, that our friend Rachel does. Yes, yes. For the there eyebrows. There was a stall like, yeah. for a lady to do that, and oh I'm like, God. that is like you're back, gonna get that done in a flea market. That's like back alley abortion. Yeah, that's probably not the best idea. Nah, no, don't don't no, don't do that. I don't know about um, the how sanitary that might no. be. No, well, um, yeah. other than that, uh, the I mean, we you know it was a typical vacation. We went, we did stuff. We went, did got a lot, ate a lot. Yeah, did all that stuff. Um. I I, uh, I pet a Florida raccoon. Yes, you told um, me about this. He walked right up to me. I mean, he may have had rabies. I don't know. I mean, that's crazy. But, 
But I was sitting outside, and he can walk. They have a little mangrove. Just a wild raccoon. Yeah, they have like a little mangrove patch. It's like it's like a probably a half acre. Half yep. of their property is trees. It's like, th- but it's thick. Yeah, yeah. And there's a there's a burrow, and I, they know that they live there. So I'm sitting there, and this raccoon, and I see this raccoon, and I'm sitting there, and it walks right up to me like a cat. And I reach, I look down, and I reach down, and I'm like scratch, scratch, scratch. I pet it right on top of its head. <laughs> And it let me pet it like four or five times, and then it ran into the woods. It ran back into the woods, and I was like, "That was amazing!" And then, like, I swear to you, gotta be a, what? Such a surreal experience to do that. Twenty minutes later, I see eyes in the woods, and it's the raccoon again. And yeah. she comes walking towards me, and she's got two babies with her, <laughs> walking behind her. I'm like, "What? I'm not the. I'm yeah. not massaging everybody." That's right. I'm, so, I hope you're not expecting to get fed here or something. Well, I, I did. Oh, okay. Well. I, I I gave him I gave him <laughs> I gave him some leftover brisket. Oh okay. They must, so have, been, they that, must have been happy. With I mean, that. they knew where they were. They knew they were like, I smell fucking brisket. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's why they're coming over there. Yeah, and, and then and then the only other animal experience I really had while I was down there was uh, I found out that there's iguanas down there a lot uh, now. And yeah, yeah, apparently a lot of iguanas. Yes, and they tell you if you see one, you can kill it because it, it, it they eat all the natural wildlife. They eat all right, the, they're right. They're everything. like taking over. And it, Florida has a problem with that because a, a while ago it was like pythons or boa and they still boa have boa a constrictors with or something like that. Is it the pythons? Yeah, that's still python. Yeah. Well, all sorts of because what happens is the the hurricanes come through. And screw up like these petting zoos, like they flood them. Yeah. So yeah. now the snakes and all these other things have ways to get out. Like I didn't know, like the mangrove, like swampy area near my near her uncle's house. Like during Katrina, like they had like it was like a troop, like forty monkeys got out. Oh my god! And they only caught like fifteen of them. <laughs> so oh like god. in those woods, so there's monkeys around, wild monkeys living Fort, around living Florida. around Fort Lauderdale. You you can't you don't Formerly, see them. Uh, zoo monkeys yes. living around Florida. Yeah, and I mean they're not like it's not like you just see them everywhere, but like like you hear people like no, there's, I've seen them over here. So yeah, like, yeah. Well, but, and they're probably used to people being around and like yep. I mean being at least somewhat near people and yep. the the zoo people coming to feed them and everything. Mm-hmm. So they're probably you know friendly. So yeah. So the 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 iguana. I'm like, oh man, I've never fucking held an iguana. I'd like a. Oh, that would be cool. So in my brain, baked brain, I'm looking for. Uh, I got I get a sack. And my plan... <laughs> it's, like you're, it's like going butterfly hunting. So I was, my plan was to throw it on the iguana and then jump on it and catch it. <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to do once I caught it. Yeah, once you catch it, you're not really sure. So I see one, and I'm chasing him, and we're cut across your uncle's yard, and I, I'm getting close to him, and just as I throw the sack in the air towards him, he stops and runs right directly back at me. Oh, no. <laughs> so now I don't have the sack. Yep, and you don't want to just grab him. And he always running at me, and then he gets to me, and he whips. Like, I, apparently their tails can break your hand. Yeah. So he whips his tail, and he catches me in the shins. I got, like, a, a cut. Like, I, I got a cut on my shin from where he caught me in the shin. Because I jumped back, and he just caught me with the end of his tail. And that, that ended my uh, iguana hunting. Yeah, that probably was the smallest <coughs> choice that you could have made at that yeah, point. Yeah, that was just terrible. Uh, I'm done with the iguanas. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, yeah. that's it. That's it. So, so yep. how about yours? How was your Christmas? Uh, I had good Christmas. Good Christmas. Um, I once again went out to a Chinese restaurant with the family. Um, for Thanksgiving, we did that with friends. And then uh, my, my parents were in town. And uh, me and my, my kids, we all went to um, the uh, the Flaming Grill, a, a great restaurant here in uh, well, Mattydale, uh, Syracuse adjacent. Uh, but it's a, a great Chinese restaurant. And uh, we had dinner there. Um, exchanged some gifts uh, afterwards, and uh, oh, I, I thought got... I thought you meant right at the dinner. Right no, where... no, no, not right there. No, Chinese, you walk into the Chinese restaurant with just armfuls. Yep, of gifts. armfuls of gifts, and we were just like, "We're taking over. We'll be here for a couple hours. We're, Don't mind us." We're just in the back. Yeah, no, no, but it was really good. Um, I mean, uh, I got a couple of good things. Uh, one of my favorites was, of course, my my mom makes Christmas cookies every year, and we've yep. talked about these. Yep. My favorite, I talked about them the, on our last podcast. Yes, the comments. Yeah. So my parents get to the house, uh, and I come out, and uh, they actually had taken off to, to run some errands, and uh, I'm looking through all the Christmas cookies. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, there's the sugar cookies. Mm-hmm. All right, there's those. There's the cream cheese cookies. Okay, no comments. Ooh. No comments. And Ooh. I was so I was sorely disappointed. That's... So we uh, we come time to exchange gifts, mm-hmm. and I get this little uh, tin, mm-hmm. and I open that up, and 
It's full of comets. An oh. entire batch of comets just for me. Ooh. And I was so ecstatic. That was like, that's all I wanted. That's amazing. Oh, I mean, on top, I got a nice uh, gift card for a massage. That's, so ooh, that's yeah. going to be really good. Uh, I can't wait to use that. Um, but no, all in all, it was a really good Christmas. So then I guess it was a happy ending. No, ah! maybe it will be. Sorry. <laughs> we do not We do not condone prostitution. In any way. We, we don't dissuade it, but we don't condone it. No, but I actually will give a plug for the... Um, the uh, the massage place that I did get, yes, because one of my one of my very good friends owns it. Oh well, then, uh, yeah. Camilla's Massage Therapy. Oh, uh, oh run that'd by be... uh, Mr. Chris Hess. Yeah, he's a um, good dude, good guy. I've been there many times in the past. I haven't been able to uh, get there in probably about the past year, but yep. it's an amazing place. He does. Uh, they do sports massage. I think they work with SU uh, with some yep. of the teams there, uh, and it's just a really, really good place. Camilla's yep. Massage Therapy. Yeah, if you are if you are in the Syracuse area, as we always talk about, we like to keep it local. If we have a yep. local business, uh, we always like to plug them. But yeah, Chris is a really good guy. They do really good work over there. Um, yep. I like to call him Mr. Disney. Because he's at Disney every... He's at Disney oh more than Mickey Mouse. No, he is. He does go to Disney about four times a year. He runs uh, marathons there. Yep. He's actually got tattoos. He's got sleeves. Yep. His, both his arms are covered in Disney tattoos. Yep. He is just a Disney fanatic. And I'm actually hoping to have him on as a guest to, in one of these days. Yeah, yeah I'm sure uh, we can which get... Which would be very cool. While we're talking about Disney, just on a quick little side note before you finish with your Christmas stuff. You fucking stormtrooper that punched Baby Yoda, I will find you. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's an, it's the Mandalorian. And in one of the latest episodes, a stormtrooper punches baby Yoda right in the face. And I'm not happy. Fucker. That's despicable. You don't punch babies. I mean, I can understand he's 50 in his his race, but... <laughs> but a, I mean, I don't understand what you're talking about because I haven't seen the Mandalorian yet. Yeah, I mean, everybody's but, talking about it. I'm just... Uh, I mean, but, it's it's ridiculous. Oh, and then Baby oh. Yoda is one of the cutest creations. Ever, Absolutely. I guess. Did you see that now they're starting to do like pe- like people are doing like Baby Chewbacca? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Baby, like oh my god, some <laughs> of them are so. I would love to see a Muppet Babies type movie with all of those babies, all those babies, okay. just Yoda and Chewbacca and all the babies. <laughs> and uh, but um, maybe a baby Ewok in there. Um, I we did go to a movie while we were down there because Florida gets hot. Uh, we went to see this movie called Black Christmas. Yes, it's I've heard um, of it. it's a your typical horror slasher, you know that kind of movie. Right, I, right. we both enjoyed it. I, it was a very good, like it was your, it was exactly what you expect. If you're going looking for Schindler's List, no, but if you're going looking for well, two I mean, hours, if you're going of, to a movie called Black Christmas and you're expecting something like Schindler's List, you have your priorities. Are yeah, all and it's out. not a Tyler Perry movie. It's it's nope. it's just the it, it's a really good movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, go see it. So there's a plug for that. All right, there you, you go. Send me a send me a residual check. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah. Other than that, we you know. So we, Florida, we, you went to Florida. We talked about our, our Christmases here. Yep. You guys know we DJ at Singers on Saturdays. Yes. yes. I wasn't here for two Saturdays. So did you have and a, you anything? Were, you were sorely missed. Uh, I mean, let me let me tell you. I mean, <laughs> no, no, uh, not to sell the other DJs that helped me out short. Uh, I was with uh, DJ DNA. Uh, mm-hmm. One night, I was with uh, Scott the Truck Driver, yep. who uh, you may know from our previous podcast yep. uh, where he was a guest. Um, <clears throat> nothing really to tell of known. I mean, they were normal nights. We had a good time. Um, but uh, I think I think you were missed as well yeah. because we didn't do we didn't do our normal our normal oh, song yeah. wheel or anything yep. during, during the second week. Yeah. Um, but we did have a good time. I mean, that's good. The the, the first Saturday was uh, well actually it was um. I worked this, this just this past Friday and Saturday, filling Oof. in for another person. So this was actually quite a long weekend for yes. me after Christmas. Um, we did have, I think, on Friday night, people were a little bit out of control. Yeah, they were happy that Christmas was over. Yeah, that they were uh, looking forward to New Year's. So uh, Friday night, they kind of cut loose a little bit more than they should have. Oh yeah, there were people picking stuff up and uh, yeah, kind of throwing, the, dancing like fools on the dance floor. You I mean, can't. I like the dance floor to be full. But when uh, people are like laying down and like doing the worm, and I mean that's I mean that's a little bit much. Oh my god! Uh, Somebody's it, doing the robot. Yeah, I mean, and there was just <coughs> it, it takes oh all kinds, you know. And and we have a lot of fun here, but there's some every now and then somebody will come in that is just kind of there's a, there's a different kind of iffy. And then they're drunk when they get here, and then like they're the only ones on the dance floor dancing, and everybody is looking at them like. Buddy, uh, you you might want to yeah, you might want to calm that down. Might want to calm that down just a little bit because uh, you're going a little crazy. 
Yeah, there's a fine line. Like, there's a fine line between having fun and then going too far. Right, and right. When, and when you go too far, that's when you start to affect the people around you. Yes, and like we were talking, a, a few weeks ago we had uh, this group come in of these, I mean, I wanted, they, they were probably... 22, 23. Early, yeah, early yeah. to mid-20s at the they're, latest. They're like college girls. Yep. And they're all very, very drunk. Mm-hmm. And it, there's a difference between a, a 22-year-old uh, girl being drunk yep. and uh, a, a 35-year-old girl being drunk. Because by the time you're 35, you learned how to be drunk in public. Absolutely. Experience. And, and she knew how to be drunk in public. She was very drunk, but she was very... Uh, but her kind of drunk was very talkative and laughing yep. and you know maybe a little bit loud and obnoxious but that's about it but that's but you, the the three girls that were here those were the, that was the girls that were they were picking up the chairs and yeah and you can't picking up the, they were throwing the plants around and uh, like really kind of getting in people's way and and it was like yeah okay you're you're hot but no. that that only goes so far when you're Absolutely. this drunk here you know Absolutely. now I would really rather you go home yeah I'd rather yeah. <laughs> Safely. Get home safely. Absolutely. Absolutely. They did. I, yeah. I know that they got an Uber out of here, but oh my God. It's yeah. Just, that's the thing. Uh, is, yeah. Is, come out to the bar and have fun. We love that. We don't mind that at all, but get home safe and, and kind of learn how to be drunk in public, people. Yeah. yeah just don't be an ass. Yeah. That's, that's really, that's all it is. That's it's really a, what you got to do. I mean, there's times when I get drunk enough that I don't really kind of even remember what's going on. Well, but, but you still don't act like an I, ass. I don't act like an ass. I ask people the next day, did I do anything stupid? And they were like, nah, you were just kind of sitting there tired and you were like, I got to go home. <laughs> and I got a ride home. What's this video on YouTube? No, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't think I have any of those out there. Not drunk anyway. No. If, if there's something to me stupid on YouTube or yep. anything, I was perfectly uh, sober, or maybe not completely sober, but I was very well aware of what I was doing at the time. Yep. So like I, I, uh, you know, tonight we're doing our. It's New Year's Eve. We're doing our. Uh, you and I are hosting the party. Um, yes. Uh, I'm. We both are coming in, uh, cost. Uh, not cost. Well, costume. I costume. Guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess because um, it's not clothes you normally wear. I so. mean, it's not a really a plug because, but if by the time you're listening to this, it'll be over. But yeah. um, we do have tonight the the New Year's Eve, the rocking and roaring into the twenties. Yep, we've talked about it the last couple weeks yep. for you guys. So. And uh, we it's, we're all decorated down there. It's it's like a, a speakeasy in here, and uh, we got wanted photos on the walls of all, all the DJs and, yep. and employees. And uh, I'm coming in a zoot suit. And uh, baked here, I think he's going to be kind of like a newsie, like a yeah, a, a, yep, news, got, a 20s newsboard. I got, I got a, pair, like a, I got a pair of suspenders and a long, uh, like a, one of them long sleeve, like thermal, like a long john yes, shirt. Yes, And I got a pair of brown pants on, and I got one of those paperboy hats. And should be a good time. Should be a really good time. Yeah, it's, we're gonna have fun. We're gonna have fun. So Spe- go ahead. You no, know, I was just say, um, speaking of New Year's, um, do you do you have any res- do you making any resolutions this year? Do you, well, do you. I don't do New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people do, and I, 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 you know, I have in the past, mm-hmm. but I really don't do it anymore because it's it's just kind of like another day. Yeah, it, it's uh, people make a big deal out of it, and I understand mm-hmm. uh, because it's it's an excuse to party and you know whatever. But um, I don't I don't do New Year's resolutions. Um, I, I I try all the time just to be. Uh, Yep. I have bad habits that I need to break. Yeah. I do. I do. But uh, the the change from December to January is not going to affect exactly. my resolve to make those changes. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to have to want to make those changes. You yep. know what I mean? It's exactly. not something that I can just put a timeline on. Like, ooh, the earth has gone around the, the sun one more time. I think I'll change my life. Right. That's not how... <laughs> right. It doesn't, it doesn't... That's why my only resolution I make, and I make the same resolution every year, my, ne- my resolution is to make it to 2021. That's my only resolution. <laughs> I want, it, it, and it, I feel like that's what I can, I can do. Yep, I can yep. focus on it. See, and I, the, the, one of the reasons I can't make resolutions is I'm not, uh, I'm not one of those goal oriented people. Yeah, that, no. Like I, I set goals for myself and like write down like timelines. There are some people that are so organized and can do that, and uh, that, I think that probably works well for them. Yeah. Resolutions work well for them, but yep. I'm not that kind of guy. I mean, I, I just can't. Flip it on and off. I, that's and, what I mean. I don't understand like the the whole like like so. Yesterday you didn't have the willpower or the whatever to stop smoking or right. drinking or whatever, lose weight. Yep. But now suddenly because it's a new month. Yep. Now it's January first. I am determined, and I'm gonna do it this time. And I, I it makes me wonder if like 
like, do Chinese people make resolutions? Because they have a totally different calendar. A completely different calendar, yeah. So the like, Chinese New Year is completely different. They're in, like, year 2930. I don't know what the hell they're in, but they're, in a, they're way <laughs> up there. They're way, so, I mean, like, that, that I was wondering like, wonder if that's, like, more of a, a American thing or if it is, like, a... Like, um, yeah, I'm really not sure whether they do. I, I know I, I was part of a, 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 a church a while ago, a long time ago, mm-hmm. that was a, mostly a Vietnamese church. Hmm. And they have a lot of different uh, interesting... Uh, traditions there too. I mean, like they give all the kids like dollar bills. Like all the adults will give the yeah. kids dollar bills during Chinese New Year and yeah. you know stuff like that. Uh, they, it's very different. Give uh, I the, did give me a dollar bill. I'm the one that needs it. I I did hear something. Uh, read something on Facebook the other day. I can't remember who posted it at all, but it, it kind of made me laugh. Uh, they wanted to, somebody said I want to open a a gym called Resolutions. And it's full of gym equipment for the first two weeks in January, and then it's a bar for the rest of the year. <laughs> Which completely makes sense to me. That would be great. It, what's so funny is that I, I work, my day job, I work in a call center for a health insurance company. And during the last two weeks, the vast majority of my calls have been people saying, do you guys give any discounts to gym memberships? And, I, and when it first started happening, I was like, man, I'm getting all these calls for gym This is really weird. And then I was like, ah, New Year's. Yeah, New, New Year's, Year's Resolutions. <laughs> no fatty. Do you guys? Do, does your does your do? Is that something you guys do? Do you get like a discount or? Uh, we we have a pro. It doesn't run through the insurance, but we have a program for people that they can uh, participate in that gives you a discount on gym memberships. Oh, that's cool. That's so good. yeah, it's it's it is, but there's a lot of services that aren't covered, like acupuncture or massage therapy or something. Yeah. But we have discount programs. For oh, that's cool. It. So it is pretty cool. Yeah, that's actually, it's good. Yeah. good. So now you can now you cannot work out for cheaper. Right, right. That's what I mean. Which I've had a gym membership for the past two years and haven't stepped foot in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> for the first year I had it, I did. I, I went pretty much like three times a week for a long time. And, I, and it wasn't because of a New Year's <coughs> resolution. It's just because like, I just I need to get to the gym. I'm yeah. way too heavy right now yeah. and way too out of shape. So I did that for about a year. And now I've been, uh, I've actually lost a lot of weight in the past couple of years. Yeah. Not thanks to exercise at all. Thanks, It's more thanks to my diet. Heroin. Uh, which we <laughs> which we discussed. I had somebody the other day ask me at work. They were like, I noticed you lost a lot of weight. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I do. They were like, what, what's, and I said, I just changed my diet. And they said, I was always a, I was scared to ask. I was like, maybe it's cancer and I'm going to be insensitive. Maybe so I was like, no, no, it's not. It's okay. But that's not how... <laughs> Wait, that's not how cancer works. Cancer, when you get cancer, you just lose weight. Like, I thought it was from, like, the well, chemo it, and stuff. It, it is. It's, it's more from the chemo and the radiation and everything like that. But it is a side effect. Is of that? So, yeah. So that's something that they were like, if somebody loses weight rapidly, then they'll some a lot of people think, I wonder if they're sick. Hmm. I didn't uh, know that. But, yeah, no, no, it's not. And I'm not trying to be insensitive to anything no. about that. Because, I just, you know, I really didn't know that. I thought, I, I didn't realize that actually yeah. just having cancer would make you lose weight. No, I don't. I don't think just having cancer does. No, oh. no. But it, it's a side effect of the the chemo. And oh, the radiation, okay. I got you. The, the, I got the you. Drugs. That makes sense. Everything like that. That that does cause that, that kind of thing. And and uh, like I said, don't want to be insensitive. My yeah. wife had cancer. I I I'm very very. Uh, yeah. My yep. Your your uh, wife passed. A sensitive to that. Yeah. Your wife passed yeah. from cancer. My father passed from cancer. Right, so I mean, right. we know all. We know. But it was kind of funny that she was like uh, scared to ask me how I lost the weight because that's, she thought I might be sick. That's or something. The, isn't that said that that's the first thing people go to? Right. The right. fat guy, the, the heavy guy over there's losing weight. I bet he's sick. Yeah. Or like you said, well, oh, I bet he, heroin. It's gotta be heroin. <laughs> he's, he's no, gonna, he couldn't have just he's started some kind of drug. No, egg. God forbid he just started eating better. Yeah, eating well and exercising. You know, no, that that'll never work. Like I was, I was, <laughs> I was surprised because I, um, being in Florida, I assumed I'd put on a couple pounds because well, we eat. Yeah, yeah. And I actually lost like seven pounds while I was down there. Well, that was water weight because you sweat so much. I, well, between the water weight and all we did, and I didn't eat as often as I do here. Right. Um, right. I wasn't going out to fast food. I wasn't. I wasn't. You know, we eat yeah, once a day. Like more home cooked meals, yeah. which are healthier for and you. A anyway, lot more, a lot more seafood. Yeah, which, yeah. Which is. Um, one of the best things to eat to lose weight. Cause it you, really is. I mean, so. my son has actually turned pescatarian, and it's not because he's opposed to um, uh, red meat or, or mm-hmm. you know, birds or, you know, It's just healthier. It, he, he just, it's a health choice for him, and uh, he's doing really great, great with it. He's, he's he, not, he didn't need to lose weight, but he's very, very healthy, yeah. very, very energetic and everything, and he loves it. That's good. All right, That's we're going to take a short break. We're going to come right back in just a few minutes talking about a few more different types of uh, New Year's Eve things. Uh, Maybe we'll touch a little bit more on resolutions, but we'll be back in just a few minutes. Peace. (laughs) 
you're listening to Residual Exhale with your host, Boozy and Baked. Now, sit back, pick your poison, and enjoy the entertaining entertainment of two guys who never learned their lesson. Welcome back to Florida's favorite radio station, WFLA. We're uh, not in Florida. This is Residual Exhale, and we're in New York. Welcome to Residual Exhale in Solvay, New York, by Boozy and Baked. Much better. Sorry, guys. I, I just went outside and got high. <laughs> and I'm, okay. I'm continuing to get a little bit more boozy as the night goes <laughs> Absolutely. on. So this <coughs> ought to make for a really fun night. This is going to be fun. All right, so we talked a little bit about New Year's oh. resolutions. Uh, welcome to our uh, special New Year's episode. Uh, we're going to actually have two episodes for you this week. Yep. Uh, we are recording another one in just a few days with a special guest star, another special guest star, Holly Berlin, uh, the owner of Singers Karaoke. Lead singer of the band Berlin. Uh, no, uh, lead oh. singer of the band Fuzzbox. Fuzzbox. Yeah, I am yeah, sorry. Yeah. I knew that. I was just making a joke. Yes. Um, so, yeah, she's going to be our guest. We're going to talk about all things music-related uh, because, well, she owns a karaoke bar, so uh, she's into music yeah, a lot. Well, um, I'd like to hear the story of how she started it. Yep, yep. Um, we'll, we're you know, we're going to ask her some questions. How she got into history. Fuzzbox. Like, yep. All that stuff. Absolutely. So expect uh, that. So, but right now, uh, we're continuing our, our talk on New Year's resolutions, and we're going to yep. get to uh, baked, five baked potatoes in just a few minutes. Um, do you have any family traditions for uh, New Year's? I mean, growing up, did you have anything like that? Um, I... I, we didn't really because, uh, like, uh, my dad um, was, he was, you know, um, it was he was military, so he didn't, he never stayed up. He was never up at midnight. Oh, my mom, okay, okay. when I was younger, it was a big deal. Like, it was like a big thing to stay up till midnight to see the ball drop. Yeah, the whole family stays um, up. And I everything. didn't really, yep. I didn't really start any traditions until, until like, until probably the last 10 or 12 years. Yeah. Um, and they're not even like real they're like my tradition. Like, I I I get high at midnight. Okay, so that's um, uh, pretty much like every other day. Yep. I mean, and and then, except for maybe not as late. Uh, the one tradition that's funny that I do have is I go out of my way to not watch the ball drop. Oh, okay. I I just like if you're there, like if you've never been to New York City for a New Year's Eve thing, let me tell you now, I've been there. Don't go. Yeah, oh, it, yeah. People start getting in line. They start, like, getting spots at, like, 3 in the afternoon. Well, that's, and it's just ridiculous. I've heard horror stories about that. Like, people, uh, like, go to the bathroom and not being able to make it to one because there's yep. so many people there that they're boxed people, in. People, there, there's there's sexual assaults. It's dirty. It, people are drunk. They're throwing up on each other. It's, 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 it's And it's so horrible. amazing how, like, it's all televised. And, and the, the commentators make it think like make it seem like it's a, it's the greatest thing, one of the greatest experiences you'll ever have. And most of the people that I've talked to who have been down there said, it was horrible. I'll never do it again. No, like, I, I did it. I did it when I was in college. I just turned 21, actually. It was my, my first New Year's after I turned 21. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and... I'm glad I did it once, right? So that I could kind of, I have that. I could talk. I'd yeah, say, you got that under your belt. I have like, stories. Yeah, I have yep. some story. I have stories from that. And some stories I really can't even talk about on here, right? But <laughs> probably I'm a lot not of them. sure. Probably what, most of them. I'm not sure what the statute of limitations are on. <laughs> so, and then like, but like all in all, like I would much rather go to like a, a local party, right? Or right. a friend's house, or like we're doing yep. like this, yep. Oh, uh, but I, it's not worth it. It ain't worth the hassle. Yeah, it, see, it's not worth growing it. up, I grew up in a in a house where uh, my, my father was a pastor. It was a very yep. religious household. So we did the whole New Year's Eve thing. We watched the, the, the ball drop and everything. Yep. But there wasn't a lot of parties that we went to or yeah. anything. It was just, it was very low key. Yep. Um, you know, then when I got married, um, we uh, started doing, we, we went to a few parties. Yep. We went around. There, there's, okay, so when, when I moved to Syracuse, that's uh, which was in about the year two thousand. That's when I I kind of started drinking a little bit more. What when was that? The year two thousand. That's what I was. That's what I. There you go. Yeah. So <laughs> that's about when I moved to Syracuse, and uh, we uh, started going out to parties and having a lot of fun. And, and and more times than not, I wouldn't remember 
yeah. what happened on New Year's Eve. Yeah. I, I know I know there was one in particular where I actually this was well well before you met Aaron, but I've known Aaron for almost yes. twenty years now. Yep. So I remember going over to her house to pregame before we went out to the bars. And not even making it out to the bars. Oh, wow, yeah. Because too many of us got so drunk, I remember holding people's hair back in the bathroom and, uh, you know, things like that. And and not for good reasons. They were throwing up. That's what I'm getting at. They were throwing up in the bathroom. I wasn't holding their hair back for any other reason. Well, I mean... But, but, so, I I mean, we kind of stopped that when I I got divorced from my first wife, and then I met Christine, and I was with Christine for almost nine years. Mm Mm-hmm. Our tradition every New Year's was we, we never really went out. We, we went out, you know, quite often with friends and everything. But on New Year's Eve, we <coughs> like to sit home and watch. There's a, a the sci-fi channel always had a Twilight yep. Zone marathon yes. on New Year's. And they would play old Twilight Zone episodes for 24 hours. Oh, That was the most amazing. We would just, we would get in our pajamas and we would make hot chocolate, and we mm-hmm. would have a bunch of snacks, yeah. and we would just watch Twilight Zone like all night long. Have you, have and it was tried so watching, much fun. Have you tried watching any of the new Twilight Zone? I haven't seen any of them yet. I, I've I heard that it's, I, it's okay, yeah. but it, it, they're 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 all right. But it, it, it's it's they made a big deal out of it same. when it started, but then it kind of like kind of petered off yeah. a little bit. Like, like I like, like Jordan. I, I like Jordan Peele. He's yeah, the host. yeah, very good. Um, he he makes good like psychological movies. But yeah, like, the it's movies just, and everything that he puts out. I, I don't know. Like it's not this. It it doesn't have the same. Eh. Yeah, yeah. Like like. Like it's, certain, it's hard to redo a classic like that. It like really it, is. It was like the same thing with when they redid Psycho. And yeah. it, it was literally the same movie with different people. Well, they tried to. It wasn't the same. They tried doing Twilight Zone years ago again. Yeah. And and this is this is like the third time that they're trying it. But yep. the original, there was just something. Rod Serling and the way he put everything together yep. was just amazing. It was and black it, and white. Yep. And, and it just had this this edginess. Yep. And uh, it was. It, and they still it, it stands the test of time. Absolutely, you can watch those episodes yeah. again and still get freaked out. Like mm-hmm. I, I'll see them sometimes. I've seen the episode three or four times. Yep, and it still makes me uncomfortable. Yep, like like that. The outer limits. Yep, like yep, like like the like the the outer limits kind of is what the X Files became. Like the X Files, they that was kind of like a modern day telling of the outer limits. Yep, and yep. I in that I mean, so they did a pretty good job there. But you, the, there's something. It's just like when they redo Alfred Hitchcock movies. Yeah, they're not the same when they they're redo not, them. It's they're not. just it doesn't because matter. he was a genius in the way that he put everything together, and now it just seems like it's a copy. And it's like the sound, like yeah. like it, because now it's all special effects and and it's all sa- like like right, that, it was right. like the sound was and different. The, yeah, just, and like uh, the one story about with uh, with Psycho when he was trying to the stabbing sound, like mm-hmm. he tried stabbing a knife into a whole bunch of different kinds of melons and yep. uh, different things to get the right sound. For for that sound effect, yep. and it's not a special effect. He actually they recorded them doing yep. those, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, so much work put into those ones, and that, I think that shows too the the the, the craftsmanship. Yes, you know yeah, when 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 it's fifty years later and they're still that you'd rather watch them than the remakes. That you absolutely. I mean that's yeah, that says a lot. That says so a lot. you know you mentioned the ball dropping and and I got to do I, I got to mention something. Of course, growing up, we all grew up with uh, the New Year's Rockin' Eve with Dick Clark. Rest in peace, Mr. Clark. Yes, absolutely. Uh, he was, which was great, and he yep. was a great host. Yeah, he was just a, a, a big personality, and uh, and he was really really Did, good. And then didn't it start out when it first started with Dick Clark? Wasn't it him and Ed McMahon? Um, I know him and Ed McMahon did a lot of things together, but I don't think Ed McMahon did I, the Rock and Eve. With I him. can never remember because no, like, they, it's they, been I, so long. You since know what I'm, they did? You're thinking of bloopers and practical jokes. Oh, that yeah, that's Dick what Clark it was. Dick Clark and Ed McMahon yep. did bloopers and practical jokes. That was a show yeah. for years, which okay. was great. All right, well, that'll get another tangent. Yeah, okay. that, that's, that, was that's yeah. that was really really good. Okay. But no, and then um, and no disrespect at all, the person who took over for Dick Clark, Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, I mean he's he worked really hard to get where he is. I give him props. Uh, and and he's he's also a, a big personality. Yep. Uh, he's a lot of fun, but it just wasn't the same for no. I think for our generation. It's yeah. just not the same. No, I, so I agree. That's why we would watch the we would watch Twilight Zone until like eleven thirty, eleven forty five, and then we'd switch it over so that we could watch the ball drop. And yeah. Of course, there were sometimes kids around, and they wanted to see that too. And yeah, you know, so we would do that. But it's just it's just not the same. And I no. mean, that's the one of the things that takes place in the Times Square, the New York City thing. Oh no, yeah, yeah. Which is one of the things that makes it seem like it's such a great event and. 
And, oh my god, it's just not. I think Fo- I think it's Fox that does the other because there's a couple channels. Before right, it was one right. ch- it was Dick Clark was on every it was only yes, Dick Clark. I think it was NBC yep. did that every year. And and now there's one which for the longest time it was Anderson Cooper. Oh my god. And Kathy Griffin. Oh my god. And now it's Anderson Cooper and somebody else. Some other some other CNN guy. Uh, I, and I'm happy to say that I've never seen that. Uh, it's it, it's the same it's the same concept as as the Ryan Secret, but yeah. But like they have you know they'll have people like they'll have people singing and the you know a band will come on and like like yeah, one year yeah. Mariah Carey was there lip synced. Yeah. And, well. <laughs> so I it, you know, but yeah I, it's not the same like so no no and, and and when you and I think me for me personally once I've seen I've seen it in person. And right, like yeah, it's not a. I mean, it's really not a big because like you figure like like you're like yeah, and then it hits and it's like woo, it's 1999, woo. All right, now I'm stuck here for three hours while everybody <laughs> clears out. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not getting it, home. It's a it, nightmare it, trying oh to God. get out of there. I'm sure it's a nightmare trying to get out. I of could there. not imagine. I, yeah. I I couldn't. I mean, I remember I was 20. I was 21 when I went the first the only time. And I would never go back. See, that's why I, you know me, I love to party, but I, I really don't like those gigantic parties no. because it's such a headache trying to get out later fun. on. It, it, it ruins the it's whole fun experience. In your tw- it's fun in your 20s. Right, it's right. It's annoying right. once you hit like 30. Yeah, it's like, yeah. This is 30, 35, you're like, I'm done with this. I'm not doing that anymore. I'd rather spend my time still drinking at the bar for another couple hours before I get an Uber home. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so. New Year's Eve. We're almost to New Year's Eve. We are. Uh, so that was our, our little recap of uh, our experiences. And uh, feel free, you know, we have a, a Facebook page, the Boozy and Bake Saturday Night Show. Yes. It's not Residual Exhale, but if you look up the Boozy and Bake Saturday Night Show, hey, feel free to uh, go on there and tell us about your New Year's Eve experiences, whether yeah. you have, like, a, a really good one or an absolutely horrible one. We uh, want them all. It, we want to hear your stories. We'll talk about your stories if you post them on there. Yeah, we won't use so, your name. We'll change your name. So if your name's like Pamela, I'll change your name to Shmamela. Yeah. Nobody will ever know. <laughs> Nobody. Yeah, that's the perfect disguise. It really is. It is. Or if you want to comment on anything, if you want to ask us questions, if you want to talk, if you want to hear us talk about a certain subject, uh, let us know. Boozy and Baked Saturday Night Show on Facebook. Yes. Uh, look us up. All right. So now it is time. Yes. It is time for five baked the, potatoes. The final five baked potatoes oh. of the year. And a quick thing, I just want to say, you know, I enjoy doing these. So I, I hope you guys enjoy them as much as I enjoy doing them for you. Yes, and, and, and uh, once again, if it's your first time hearing us, the five baked potatoes are five stories that Baked has come up with. I have no idea what's coming. I don't know what he's going to talk about, so what you're... You're listening to Residual Exhale with your host, Boozy and Baked. You're going to get is an honest reaction. Uh, we, we've not, this is not rehearsed. No. So my first story here, I call Squirrel Nut Zippers. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Which is a great band. Yes. Again, they, they not are. a sponsor. Not a sponsor. But uh, we'll plug them. Squirrel but, Nut Zippers, good band. So Alabama, authorities arrested a man who they said kept a meth-fueled attack squirrel in his apartment. <laughs> a meth-fueled attack squirrel? Yes. They arrested him on multiple felony warrants unrelated to the squirrel. So, <coughs> I hope one of the things they got him on was animal cruelty if he's got this squirrel hopped up on meth. Narcotic, they go to, his name was Mickey Polk, 35 years old. They were conducting surveillance at a hotel. They arrested him after he fled on a stolen motorcycle and then ran into a uh, investigator's vehicle because <laughs> they had him under suspicion of trying to... Oh, it to... wasn't even just a regular vehicle. It was one of the investigator's yes. vehicles. Smart yes. move. So, uh, he he was wanted for possession of an illegal firearm. That was what he was wanted for. Okay. Possession of a controlled substance Well, if and, you're a meth dealer, you're going to have firearms. And possession of, a, of drug paraphernalia. Right, right. So, they searched his home last week after getting a tip... That he was keeping a methamphetamine fuel attack squirrel named Toby at the residence. Now, did he? Was this a trained squirrel? That, well, like, like, because if if he's an attack squirrel, he's got to be trained to not attack. So, 
Yeah. The man. Yeah. What was so, his name? Uh, uh, his name was Mickey. Mickey. Yeah. He, it's, so. The, the squirrel won't attack Mickey, but it's trained to attack others. Yeah, so prior to the, uh, using the search warrant, they were informed that he had an attack squirrel inside his apartment and that he fed it meth to keep it aggressive. <laughs> the police would like everyone to know in the area they're not in danger from a messed out squirrel. Was he, the squirrel captured? Uh, he was captured. Okay. They Good. said, they said uh, when asked about the squirrel, he denied it. He said he's not on meth. I'm pretty sure. He better not be on meth anyway. I'm pretty sure. I don't think he likes that shit. <laughs> so they said there was no safe way to test the squirrel for meth. I mean, I guess just to see what it does. I mean, so I mean, I, mean, I, I would, I would think you'd test the squirrel the same way that you would test a human, though. I, yeah, but I think I don't think like there's. I think what it is is the way they test humans. Like it would kill a squirrel. Like, oh, okay, okay. For however they do it. Okay, so maybe like right. they can't. So yeah, so you know, messed out squirrels in they Alabama. Just, maybe it was just rabid. Who knows? Yeah. So this one, this one's wow. a little. This one's a shorter one. This one, I'm staying in the general area. This is Arkansas. Okay. So same general area. Two Arkansas men, Christopher Hicks and Charles Ferris, were arrested on suspicion of aggravated assault. After police said they took turns shooting each other while wearing bulletproof vests. <laughs> that. Now, now you would think these must be kids. These must be young people. One of them's fifty. No, uh, no, I was gonna say no, no, they're not kids. The affidavit said the two men were neighbors and they were drinking on Ferris's deck when Hicks told him to shoot him with a twenty-two caliber rifle after he put the vest on. They then <laughs> le- it left a red mark on his chest and then he was angry because it hurt. He said, he then told his buddy, Christopher Hicks, to put the vest on, and he unloaded an entire clip into the fucking vest. Oh, Hicks ne- and Ferris, what are you thinking? Neither neither one of the men had an attorney at the time of the story. Oh, my God. So, I just want you to, you know. Hicks and I, Ferris. Hicks and Ferris. Sounds like, te- a, sounds te- like a, a terrible lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> Now so, Hicks and Ferris attorneys at law. Yeah. No, that doesn't that doesn't ring. Hicks and <coughs> Hicks and Ferris bail bondsmen. Were you attacked by bail you, bondsmen? Maybe. Were you attacked by a methed out squirrel? <laughs> Call Hicks and Ferris. Call Hicks you and may Ferris. be entitled to compensate. <laughs> They're experts in methed out animal control. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right. All right. My next story here is called Clean Up in Aisle Three. Oh, no. Okay, Florida woman. <laughs> now, Florida. Florida. This was where I, I found this story. Florida woman, this, though, this not story, Florida man. This story, this story happened, like, while, like, uh, it was a big deal. Like, the woman, you'll, you'll find it. Okay. Florida woman called 911 to report the body of an unknown gunshot victim in her driveway. Oh, my. Uh, Yvonne Serrano, 51 years old. She called emergency dispatchers just before 6 a.m. on Saturday to report the dead woman. Later identified as 21-year-old Hispanic woman. They did not release her name. Uh, okay. She was pronounced dead at the scene. When they, when they, um, <laughs> when the police arrived, they took the woman's statement. Driver's side door of her car was open, and her right foot, the, the, the dead woman, was her foot was still inside the car. So that was kind of weird. So she was like laying out of the car, yes. but her one, one foot was inside yes. of the car, but she was kind of so, like, she fell out of the car. Exa- yeah, so... Okay. So, the police did a little investigation and come to find out that uh, they were actually, they actually knew each other. Um, so, yeah. I, so, I kind of saw that coming. So, they went to the World of Beer. They have them on videotape hanging out together. And then okay. somehow, come to find out, Miss Serrano... Uh, Got shot in the back, or uh, Mr. Ronald shot the woman in the head with a gun. In the head? Yeah. Uh, uh, she said she blacked out at World of Beer, doesn't remember getting home, that she woke up in her own bed. Uh, a trainer said that is not true, that the time she was in bed, she was actually at the gym. Uh, so so had, she was blacked out at the gym? No, she said she was blacked oh, out. Oh, okay, at the okay. Gym. Police do not believe her. They said that she still, They said she had the gun hiding under a potted plant in the backyard. Okay. And well, this she, was premeditated. Yes, and she has not appeared in court yet. And uh, when asked to uh, make a statement, 
uh, Miss Serrano said, I don't know what happened. Uh, that is shady. I'm, I'm going to tell you what happened. To say the least. You shot someone. Yeah, absolutely. In the head. Yeah, I I, so. I mean, wow, that that almost, that's a ghost... Seems like it's premeditated. That yeah, in, that's in got it. There's so, there's more to that. Now was was Miss Serrano married? No, no, she was single. Okay, she's a single woman. Okay, uh, boys, if you're out there, huh? Yeah, huh? You, well, there you yeah. go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I was wondering if it was like a jealousy thing. Like, she, I, like yeah, I, there, there's got to be. Know. Like I said, it, there's got to be it, something. It just I mean, happened on Saturday while I was down there. If so they I, it's, we're hanging out together, and then that happened, and then she's at the gym. Oh, trying to create an alibi, obviously. I mean, yeah, but. Wow, I'd like to hear more about that story. Yeah, we should follow. That. I will do a follow up. Yeah, I will do a follow up. Follow up. On it will one. be a reheated potato. So, <laughs> which are never as good as the fresh potatoes. Never, never. But, so I'm sure the, the follow up is not you, going to be as. But fun. when you reheat the potatoes, at least you finish them. Yeah. So that's true. we'll follow up on that. We'll finish yeah. that story. So. You know the deer signs. Everybody sees them. The deer crossing. Deer crossing. Signs. Yep. So you know. So you know. I that, always wondered how the deer know to cross right there. Well. So, after three accidents in an area of a deer crossing sign in Fargo, North Dakota, North Dakota woman wants the signs moved. Under the impression that the signs are telling the deer where it's safe to cross. Oh my god. Like it's a deer crosswalk. I didn't even know that that was coming and I made that joke. She, she's written, <laughs> she has written, they call her, they call her Deer Jane. <laughs> So she's written letters to Congress. Oh my God! She's called You've the. She's called the. Kidding me? She's called the television stations. No one wants to hear her. Nobody wants to listen to this crazy woman. You know why nobody wants to listen to you? Because deer don't know where to cross the goddamn road. Oh my God! That was so, a, that was a joke that I made. So, I can't even. Oh believe wait, that no. That's this where gets I better. Went. This gets so much better. It's crazy. So then she turned to the Y ninety four Playhouse radio station in Fargo. She called in, and they put her on the air. Oh, that, she, that was probably, I mean, somewhat the wrong choice, but such the right choice. So, uh, she, she told the, she told them that she has struck three different deer on sent shortly after she saw the signs on the highway. Okay. She questioned <laughs> why they would allow deer crossings to be on busy roads. <laughs> why are we, this is a direct quote. Why are we encouraging deer to cross at the interstate? I don't get it. That's a high traffic area. I understand that deer are animals and they need to cross the street occasionally, but it seems to me that's irresponsible for us to allow them to be in areas where the deer are likely to be struck by cars. I'm surprised you didn't ask for like a traffic light or something. Now, some kind of like a yield sign. Now, in <laughs> I can tell you, you can YouTube this and listen to the radio station. Listen to the conversation. <laughs> Oh my God. The hosts are trying so hard not to laugh. Oh. And then they start. So then So Holy then she says crap. She says you'd think they'd put deer crossings in smaller towns like at a school crossing. <laughs> yeah. That would be a much safer place. You put it in a rural area where there's not busy traffic. Come on, people. So then one of the hosts finally says, "You know deer crossings aren't telling the deer it's safe to cross there. It's like an alert for you that there's a lot of deer in the area." She then says, they can direct the deer population any way they want by moving the deer crossing sign. Why in the world would they place it on a highway? Her favorite location was put it with the school crossings. Wow. It, it You know, people constantly amaze me with their stupidity. And the final... Constantly. The final straw was when she said, the deer crossing sign is there to allow the deer to know that they need to cross. We need the signs. We just don't need them there. So I'm just, I mean, I, 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 got, I yeah. got nothing on that. Okay. No, I mean, no, there, I, there's not even any way that you could even re react to that other than laughter because that's the stupidest, one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. That's got to be one of your best baked potatoes that's, that I've heard so I, far. Well, yeah. that that was just amazing. That's yeah. So, so my final one here, I'll I'll try to run through this quick because we we're we're getting a little short on time. Okay, this is th that you thought that was funny. This is one of the funniest things I've ever heard. A radio tower worker accidentally got high on 50-year-old LSD while cleaning up some old equipment. Accidentally. That, the, that was the, the best part of that sentence was the accidentally. The unfortunate K 
KPIX Channel 5 broadcast manager, <laughs> Elliot Curtis, found an old Model 100 synthesizer in, inside a closet at Cal State University. Well, that's cool. He tried to salvage it, but as he began to wipe it down, it felt weird. The strange feeling started to creep up his arm, and he realized he had a substance oh, no. on his hand. He watched the substance dissolve. He goes, 10 minutes later, I felt a tingling sensation. 45 minutes later, I realized I was on acid. I, he then spent the next nine hours. Nine hours? There had been rumors that they used to dip their fingers in the 60s and liquid LSD and then touch the devices for inspiration. So that was... So okay, okay. He didn't think after 50 years it would be... There would be any residual... There would be any, exactly. Yeah, residual exhale. So so he, he eventually emerged from his trip. It was unexpected. His wife oh, my found nine, it... A nine-hour trip, though. His oh, my wife, God. His wife thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and she also thought it was a really nice way of connecting with San Francisco's psychedelic history. She said... I think it's super wild. His wife's name's Holly. I think the whole situation is a nice chapter in the history of counterculture. Oh my god! And leave it to Californians so, to, to to be that way. Like, oh yeah, that was that was a nice. I can't even imagine dip into history. Fifty there. years later, how the hell strong was that acid when they had it the first time? If nine hours you again, nine hours on fifty year old acid, and, and not even long exposure. He was just cleaning the thing. Oh my god! Oh man, that's crazy. That's, that's ridiculous. So yeah, so those were my five baked potatoes oh. this week, guys. Um, this is just that, that was trash. those were really just, really amazing. Oh my god! I, mean, I, I gotta say that's probably one of the best five baked potatoes that, that I've heard. Oh my god! And Especially I, those last two, they were just <laughs> just amazing. I mean, the methed out squirrel was one thing. That's oh. a way to lead it off with the meth methed out squirrel, and you then know. we got the uh, Hicks and. Uh, <laughs> The guys shooting each other. Hicks and Ferris? Yep, Hicks and Ferris. <laughs> Attorneys at law. <laughs> Bail bondsmen. Methed out animal hunters. <laughs> and that, yeah, I mean, and then, oh, that, and then that I, was, I slowed it. Yeah, so. Uh, very good, very good. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. I, I will Thank give you. you this. Thank you. For your five baked potatoes this week. Thank you, sir. I give that a, uh, a four French fries up. Yeah. Yeah. Woo, four French <laughs> well, fries. Well, that's out of a 20 French fries. Oh. Okay. So, uh, I mean. Not to, they're curly fries. Not so to let it go to your head. Yeah. It's curly fries. They're fine. <laughs> they're tater tots. Yes. They're just it's tater, tater tots. tots. <laughs> okay. All right, All right we're, guys. We're going to close out. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for listening, guys. We really appreciate your support. And tell your friends about us. If you're listening to us, tell your friends about us because we want to make everybody laugh. 2020. As much as we can. 2020 is going to be a big year for the Residual Exhale podcast. That's right. We're going to have one more podcast coming to you this week. Uh, this one should be out about Thursday. Yep. And we're going to have another one on Friday with a special guest star, Holly Berlin, owner of Singers Karaoke Club, which is the place where it, we record all of our podcasts. Our podcast yes. of Residual Exhale, if you will. So, from all of us, have a great new year. Everybody get home safe. We want to make sure you're still around next year to listen to our podcast. Absolutely. There's Uber, there's Lyft, you have friends. Yeah, designated driver, there's whatever no you reason, need to do. Whatever no reason. Need to do. So, everybody get home safe. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Absolutely. And if it's boozy, drink it. And if I'm not there, pass it to the left. Peace.